Welcome to the Winging It Travel podcast with me, James Hammond. Every Monday, I'll be joined by guests to talk about their travel stories, travel tips, backpacking advice, and so much more. Right now, I'm taking the podcast on the road traveling with me. So tune in every week for short form episodes detailing all my travels alongside my Monday guest episode. Are you a backpacker, gap year student, or simply someone who loves to travel? Then this is the podcast for you, designed to inspire you to travel. There'll be stories to tell, tips to share, and experiences to inspire. Welcome to the show. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode on the Winging It Child podcast. And last week, we left you in Toronto going into New Brunswick, a couple of admin days driving. Essentially, the aim was to get to Prince Edward Island, and that's what we're covering today. So days 48 to 52, and that's going to be all Prince Edward Island, apart from at the very end, when we take off from there and go into Nova Scotia. Fantastic time in Ontario, loved it. Loved meeting Ted and Erin on the previous episode, the fellow travel podcasters. And on this one, we're fully into PEI mode, which is an island that we've always wanted to go to. It's a province in Canada on its own. You have to cross a bridge to get there. Another early start on this day. We don't want to hang around truck stops for too long. So we got out, had our toilet break and got cracking on early in the morning. The drive to Pine Hills RV Park was about four hours, including breaks. And we just wanted to get to PEI, experience it. The weather wasn't brilliant kicking off the drive. I think it's a bit rainy. But we're hoping it'll clear up by the time we get to that RV park. The reason we chose that one is because it's about 10 to 15 minute drive above Charlottetown, which is the capital of PEI. On the way, halfway, it's raining. We needed a coffee break. We stopped off in Moncton. Not really sure what this place is about. Didn't particularly love the vibe there. But we got coffee at the Groggy Frog Cafe. This is a little find. Parked the car, had a nice little coffee and a break there. Quite like the cafe, actually. Great taste in coffee. That's much needed before we cracked on to PEI. The first thing you kind of do when you get to PEI is cross the bridge. Now, going there is free. Coming back either via ferry or the bridge, you have to pay $50 before tax to cross the bridge. Yes, $50. It's not a typical toll tax of $4, $50. It's an absolute disgrace. What are the government even thinking? I read an article that stated that even the residents of PEI are not happy with it. They can't afford it. It's too expensive. They need to reduce that at least by half. Disgraceful amount. But that comes at the end of this podcast episode. But for now, it's free and we cross the bridge. In this journey, rolling green hills, but it was raining, unfortunately. It's farmlands, single houses everywhere really idyllic for that green colours that you love kind of a spring feel almost uh, maybe even end of fall and the only thing of note on the way to the RV park is we found a little farm stand and bought a bag of potatoes local potatoes for five dollars for a huge bag and they were fantastic got to the RV park in good time checked in for two nights and this RV park is situated as I said 10 minutes above Charlottetown and they kind of have this grassy area for tents or, I guess, small camper vans, because the rest of the campsite is filled up with these huge RVs that are parked there for months on at a time. Almost houses, really, people live in. Full to the brim, but no one's on the grass because it's raining for a start, and no one wants a tent on there. The only mare with this grassy area was that it's on a hill. And at the end of the hill, there's a bit of small woodland, if you like. So we kind of got down to the end of the hill, and it just about got level, 
and they gave us a bench and we kind of parked ourselves down the hill. Only one other tent accompanying us and people just parked their cars on it for the rest of the time. Felt a bit out of the way, not really designed to, for you to hang out in. There's grass everywhere, it's wet, it's muddy. It wasn't super comfortable, but it would do for two nights. The price is 65 Canadian dollars for two nights. Classic, probably price for a campsite. All your amenities. We also didn't realise that this was a long weekend of PI because they had a gold cup parade day. Probably why it's all full. Didn't feel like it from the traffic. I mean, it's a small island anyway, but didn't get the feel as like a bank holiday or a stat day. We got ourselves set up on the grassy area, little tent up on the bench, and headed out into Charlottetown for a much-needed coffee. Went to the gallery, and this was open till about 5pm. Chilled out in there, done some work on a laptop, had a coffee, and just got a, a bit of a vibe for Charlottetown as a city. In Charlottetown, there was a British shop next door to the gallery cafe, pretty much, about a five-minute walk. And they sell, amongst other things, British snacks. So we got Monster Munch, Yorkie, and some biscuits. Stocked up to the brim, half price as well on the Monster Munch, fantastic. Needed, and also a great start to PEI. What a fantastic find that is. FYI, parking in PEI seems to be two hours free across the board. Again, I'm not sure if they checked that religiously, but we got away with maybe three hours parking for two hours and it pretty much goes into the centre of town. So you can get away with it. It's got way up the risks, the odds, what day it is, etc. Next day was a much better day, a sunnier day, and this was a sightseeing day in Charlottetown itself. We parked at the same spot and made our way down to the waterfront, harbourfront and walked along the boardwalk. Loved the colourful houses in Charlottetown, different colours, some of them are shops, some of them are people's homes. I love that kind of colourful vibe. And walked along the harbour front. We found some red chairs to sit in and have some monster munch. And admired the water views. And then we went into town to go and check out a few places. The first place to check out was Receiver Coffee. We saw this on the first day walking in. And it looks more like a coffee bar. Seating outside, seating inside. People obviously go there for brunch. A decent cake selection. Seating upstairs as well actually got a coffee in there and enjoyed there's some sort of band playing on the street and this was probably just after the gold cup morning parade so i had that kind of festival feel a little bit uh, not too busy i guess people just go home after that because i think it started off with rain and then we made our way down to the waterfront at the front of the harbour you'll see like a little marketplace food stalls and there's a place called the chip shack very busy quite slow in terms of service obviously can't cope with too many numbers but if you're in Charlottetown or in PEI, you've got to go and try, I guess, the lobster or the shellfish or the fish in general. Very local, probably fish that day. It's probably tasting pretty good if you're into that. I didn't get fish and chips. I just got chips because I just got the budget reasons, really. You can really go to town and have some lobster-based foods, which I've never had, really. I don't mind crab, but can't bring myself to do it because it costs around $30 sometimes to get lobster, maybe $20 for a lobster sandwich. So you do have to fork out a little bit, but it is local and it is fresh and it probably tastes pretty good. We got to about mid-afternoon, 2, 2.30pm, and we're like, do you know what? We're sitting in Charlottetown, love the vibe, saw it all. Let's get in the car and let's drive a bit further north, about half an hour away, to some beaches. So I thought, why not? So we walked back to the car, drove up north to our first beach called Brackley Beach. Parked up and you walk sort of on this like boardwalky thing onto the beach. Very busy. And I've got Norfolk vibes where I'm from in the UK. It's like sand dunes, um, the classic dark golden coloured sand, very blue water, very cold water. 
nice warm day, early mid-twenties. We walked all 10 minutes down the beach, got away from the hordes of the crowds and sat there on our mat and enjoyed the beach and the weather and the sun. And a great choice, I think. I think we sinned Charlottetown and I thought it was a nice little break up in the day and made use of the weather. Another thing on my list for PEI was Covehead Lighthouse, which wasn't too far, about a 10-minute drive. So we went back to the car, hopped in the car, parked down by the lighthouse, grabbed our chairs this time and sat there for sunset. And it's really idyllic, very quiet at this beach. Not many people there at all. Saw a little family doing a photo shoot, a bit weird. But thoroughly enjoyed sitting out there. The only downside was the sand flies. They start to nip away. They're not that big, but they definitely make an impression on your skin. So that was the only downside to that. But the classic PEI lighthouse, which you'll see in this video, is like red and white. And they're all built the same. And it's still working, still going around. So sand dunes, beaches, lighthouses, sunsets, warm evenings. We stayed there till about 7pm and made our way back to the campsite to have dinner. And an early night, a long day sightseeing that. We checked out of the RV park and made our way, not very long at all, to Cavendish Beach. This is a provincial park as well, so we stayed at a campsite there for one night. And this was an interesting campsite because when you look around, it's not very idyllic at all. It's got fallen trees everywhere, it's a bit grey. I think they had a tornado last year which kind of ripped through that part of town. And they advised people to leave, obviously, and it kind of made a bit of an impression on the campsite. But very nice campsite. It's a classic around $30 a night mark. Uh, we booked a service night this time to get things charged up. But it's got toilets and it's got a little walk to the local beach. But first off, we went to Cavendish Beach. Now, the rain was kind of threatening a little bit. Got our chairs. We were planned to have lunch, actually, but just kind of sat there a little bit cold in our chairs. A bit busy, a bit cloudy. Same type of beach, really, as one before. Bit cold, bit rainy, bit cloudy. Didn't really get the vibe there. So we hopped back in the car, had some lunch, and then we went back to the campsite where it did clear up a little bit. And in the evening, we made our little walk to the local beach for sunset and amazing colours, amazing little beach, lots of families there from the campsite. Easy walk and thoroughly enjoyed it. What a great little campsite right by the beach. You can't ask for more, really. All the services and by beach. Dream. This is a patron shout out to Laura from the Swamp Soup Stickers, who has contributed £5 to the podcast on my Patreon. Thank you so much for your support. Really appreciate it. And it helps the podcast to keep going in the future. If you're interested, head to the show notes where you'll find a link to my patron. The website address is patreon.com forward slash we're going to travel podcast. For five English pounds, you will receive some trendy stickers from myself and the post a shout out on each episode and also my digital travel planner by email thank you for your support Cavendish Beach was a nice little stopgap for a day before we headed out east on the island about an hour and a half towards Redpoint Provincial Park this journey was full of rain not a very nice day indeed so we've got to move on a little bit but we got to a cafe with a potential view in Saurus called the Fiddling Fisherman it's actually more of a restaurant and brunch place, but I went in there for coffee. Everyone in there was actually eating, weird anyone's having coffee. It's got great views over the water, but on this day, rainy, cloudy, not the best view, but we thought we'd get coffee in before we get to the provincial park. And then we headed to the Redpoint Provincial Park, which is a Prince Edward Island provincial park. So it's not a federal-based park, it's actually run by the guys on PEI. And as soon as we arrived, fantastic location on the beach, pretty much. Got great views of the ocean 
And the girls who work in the office, they were very smiley, uh, want to know where we're from, love the fact we came from BC. I think like the fact that we came from UK based on the accent. Had a little chat, they checked us in. Unfortunately, because of the location, it's actually quite an open spaced campsite, but you are out in the open. And unfortunately for us, because of the rain, kind of hid in our camper van all afternoon with a bit of lunch. In the evening though, it cleared up and we got a little walk on the local beach, which was a really nice little walk and a nice little beach actually. Very idyllic. The price for the campsite is $29 a night. So not bad at all. However, next day and the last day on this podcast episode was an unbelievably sunny day. And the colours of this campsite just shone through. Green grass everywhere, trees, the water was calm. The beach would have been really nice as well. And just picturesque having the van there. The mosquito tent wasn't really needed, but it was there on the table. And just like looking at the campsite from a non-rainy point of view was sensational. So I would highly recommend Red Point Provincial Park as a place to stay. And we just chilled out in the area for some of the morning and then got out onto the island. Now, the first place we got to go and see, which is about a five minute drive from there, is called the Singing Beach. You can park there. And the reason it's called Singing Beach is because when you walk on the sand, it squeaks a bit like the Whitsundays in Australia as an example. And we were not disappointed in the slightest. We parked up, got our chairs, walked down to the beach, not busy at all. And super calm water, squeaky sand, space galore, not much shade, but real nice sunny day, just idyllic. We hung around there for about an hour, hour and a half, admiring the views. And I wish... Part of me wishes that we stayed a little bit longer or the day before was sunny so we could have checked it out. But it is what it is. We'll go there eventually again someday. But that is a high recommendation on PEI Singham Beach. You've got to go there and get your chairs out and enjoy the sun. And the water was calm. I mean, if it was a bit warmer, it might have been okay. But I think it's refreshing. It's not like impossible to go in. But on a real hot day, that'd be super nice to chill out in. On the way the day before, we saw a little place called St. Peter's Bay. And these guys had like this nice few houses, like colourful houses, classic PEI, red, yellow, green and all that, by the water with a few cafes and shops. So we said, okay, on the way back the next day, we'll go and stop there for lunch. So we did at Black and White Cafe Bistro. It's one of the houses, I think it's yellow, this one. Super nice inside, great coffee, an unbelievable cake. I think I had a brownie there, sensational. Great view of the water, it kind of, the road comes round to the front of the water, the water's here, and then you drive up that way alongside the water, but from the calf, looking that, that way, water. Amazing view, nice little place to chill out, and maybe like a halfway stop if you're going east, or vice versa if you're going west. Would highly recommend St. Peter's Bay, very picturesque, very nice. Other than that, PI was done. We're heading to Nova Scotia next, and we're gonna head to Port Hawkesby, which is quite a fair drive. We're talking four to five hours at this point, and we're going to stop at a Walmart for the night. And we got there in good time, parked at Walmart, done a bit of shopping, had a 99 cents pot noodle noodle thing. We have a kettle that we bought, which is travel kettle, it folds down, plugs into our little electric device, and we can board a kettle. I think that's about a litre of water, we a cup of tea or coffee in the morning. So we had that in the evening, chilled out, six or seven camper vans there, so we're in good company. You just park at the side or at the back of the car park, and they close at 10, so it gets pretty quiet at night. Very simple, very quiet, and you can use the toilets in Walmart up until they close. We've done that a few times, 
I think we're going to do a bit more on this trip further on. So we finished the episode entering into our newest and probably our last province of Canada, which is Nova Scotia. And on the next episode, we're going to travel more into Nova Scotia as we check out other places. But for this episode, thanks for tuning in. We're cracking on to east in Canada now. We, we can't get much further east. And it's great to see the change in landscape, the change in people, the change in everything to do with this road trip. And it's quite crazy when you think about how far we've come. If you notice on my show notes I, at the start, but how far we've traveled in kilometers, at this point in time, we're approaching 10,000 kilometers, something like that. I'm not sure. So it's a heck of a drive. And of course, we've got to drive all the way back yet. A lot more content to come. Make sure you follow and subscribe onto the podcast today. And thanks for tuning in. Cheers. Hey, yeah, just a quick one. I just want to say there are many ways to support this podcast. You can buy me a coffee and help support the podcast with $5. Or you can go to my merch store with the affiliate link with TeePublic, where there's plenty of merch available to buy, such as T-shirts, jumpers, hoodies, and also some children's clothing. Thirdly, which is free, you can also rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, or Good Pods. Also, you can find me on social media on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Simply just search for Winging It Travel Podcast and you'll find me displaying all my social media content for traveling, podcast, and other stuff. Thank you.